0: I love reading romance, even with my mom Historical, paranormal, a good rom-com we both like a grump, an alpha and a beard But reading with my mom, well it gets kinda weird I'm reading steamy scenes, getting bothered and hot But if mom is asking, I read it for the plot We look for swoony scenes, those moments that delight Communication's good and the banter's so right So if you'd like to read along and join the group Here's a little secret, I'll let you into the loop. It's just a little show that we like to dub. Not your mom's romance book club. Welcome to the book club The sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen and joining me as always is my mom. Hi mom, how's it going? Hello Ellen. So good. Today we are chatting about Dial A for Aunties, Aunties, pick your flavor, <laughs> by Jesse Q. Sut- Sutanto. But first, Mom, what have you been reading and watching?
1: Well, reading, I read the second book in the Phenomenal Fate series by Tessa Bailey. So it's her um, paranormal vampire gig. Um, it was quite good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I have to give a shout out to the covers of these books because they're very awesome. Yeah, They're very eerie and kind of but still, like, pretty to look at. Yes, very pretty to look at. So I, I'm a fan of the covers. So I just have the third one to read, um, which is
0: going to be my next quest. And then I read Dial-A for Aunties. Aunties, okay. aunties. Um, I finished listening to Space Junk, Houston, We Have a Hottie, <laughs> by Sarah L. Hudson. Um, I liked it. Some of the... They have like a few conflicts throughout, and a few of them. I, actually, most of them, I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay," um, but I am intrigued by the pairings that are to come, so I might, I might dabble back in that series. But I decided that I. It's been like a long time since I've read slash listened to a historical. So I think I'm going to start the Spindle Cove series by Tessa Dare. Oh, Um, It's been a long time since I've read it. Um, I know I really like it and enjoy it. Um, So I think I'm going to start A Night to Surrender this week. Um, Because there's like 40 of them in that series. Yeah, exactly. So it should keep me busy for a while. Um, And then watching, we've been watching season 11 of uh, Taskmaster. Yeah, we have. And it's really funny. There's yeah. a moment that happens in that <laughs> series that is hilarious. Yeah. Like we were crying laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like my throat hurt afterwards from laughing so hard. Um, and they took off some... They, uh, the New I, Zealand. We
1: were in the mid, middle of the yeah. second New Zealand series and then they took it off of YouTube. So Which, like rude.
0: I mean, I think it's because it was illegal, but still rude. How else am I supposed to watch it? Seriously, it's um, not like we live in New Zealand,
1: and the, and the little helper guy on that one is like really cute, so
0: cute. Um, but yeah, we were really enjoying that season, so it was kind of bum. And then we started, which I realized that we need to watch the oh, next yeah. episode of uh, the next the British, gr- British, the British Bake Off, <laughs> the British Bake Off, <laughs> the Great British, British Bake Off. Um, and we also need to watch more of um Only Murders in the Building. We do, and we also need to watch the new episode of Ted Lasso.
1: It's been very hard for us to all three be together at the same Mm -hmm. time, and these are all shows that all three of us are watching, and we get mad when the other watches it without us, and so it gets to be harder and harder to watch these things.
0: Um, Okay, today we are chatting. Buckle up. About Dial A for Aunties <laughs> by Jessie Q. Sutanto. It is the first book in her auntie series, and the Netflix rights for the, this book got snatched up even before the book itself came out. Wow. Um So Netflix is going to make a movie of it, uh, which I think is perfect. It's very, like, it reads very much like a movie. You could so. see this being a movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, the second book, for Aunties and a Wedding, is set to come out March 2022. Um, so here's the back cover description for this book. What happens when you mix one accidental murder with 2000 wedding guests and then toss in a possible curse on three generations of an immigrant Chinese Indonesian family? You get four meddling Asian aunties coming to the rescue. When Medellin Cheyenne ends up accidentally killing her blind date, her meddlesome mother calls for her even more meddlesome aunties to help get rid of the body. Unfortunately, a dead body proves to be a lot more challenging to dispose of than one might anticipate, especially when it is inadvertently shipped in a cake cooler to the -the over-the-top billionaire wedding. Medi, her ma, and aunties are working at an island resort on the California coastline. It's the biggest job yet for the family wedding business. Don't leave your big day to chance. Leave it to the chance. And nothing, not even an unsavory corpse, will get in the way of her auntie's Perfect buttercream flowers. But things go from inconvenient to downright torturous when Maddie's great college love and biggest heartbreak makes a surprise appearance amid the wedding chaos. Is it possible to escape murder charges, charm her ex back into her life, and pull off a stunning wedding all in one weekend? Um, spoiler alert, yes. <laughs> Apparently, yes. <laughs> um, despite all inclinations to the well, i guess i didn't pull
1: off the wedding yeah well, uh, anyway i don't want to yeah spoil too
0: much um mom what did you think of dial a for aunties well
1: ellen and i were discussing this previously this is a hard one because i'm gonna have to give it a love however
0: <laughs> I, I loved
1: it i thought it was a lot of fun to read i enjoy i laughed out loud many times i but it was so frustrating so
0: frustrating watch, <laughs> oh my
1: gosh watch these people try and deal with this in the stupidest ways possible yeah it's and i i do have a problem with the fact that they really did murder a guy yeah and they, got away with it They straight up <laughs> murdered someone i mean um, yeah, yeah he wasn't a great guy but i don't know that he deserved to suffocate in a cooler
0: yeah um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. I think I'm going to also go with a love just because I laughed a lot in this book and there was a lot of lines that I highlighted and, um, it's, I, I loved reading it. Yes. Um, is it a perfect book? No. Um, and I cannot tell you how many times, cause mom and I were reading it together, um, in the hot tub, which is how we do it to stay awake. Um, <laughs> and we're, we've got a weird family dynamic yeah. that's just all there is to it <laughs> we're all just sitting in the hot tub with our kindles just we, reading. and
1: my husband can't get in the hot tub with us because he talks he talks too much
0: and we're like no that's no, not what this is about this is about being perfectly quiet so and we if, we do, if you do talk it has to be about the book that we're reading um so We were in the hot tub, and I was just like, oh, there were so many times where I was like, oh, my gosh, Mom. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, they're killing me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they were killing me, too. And they killed him. So, you know. So all of that happened. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. And there are plot points that in if they had been in just a straight romance, we would be like, you guys, you will not believe this. And we would have ranted about it. And I'm still going to rant about a lot of the plot points for a long time. Um, also, do I think that this is a romance? Mm, no. But the thing is, it's also not a mystery. It's just kind of a comedy. It's just kind of a rom-com. I would, I would put it in rom-com territory. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a... Kind of like a meet the parents where it's like everything that's happening is so frustrating and well it's crazy rich asians meets weekend at, bernie's. Weekend at bernie's yeah that's, that's a <laughs> comparison that one of the listeners also says um okay let's start what did you think of meddy as our heroine
1: i liked meddy i mean she obviously had some growing up to do which she did mm-hmm. well first of all Just when she broke up with her boyfriend, I was like, girl, what is your deal? I mean, he was unhappy about it. She was unhappy about it. None of it was good. I didn't even get why it was happening. I mean.
0: I mean, I, that didn't, I, I got why it was happening because, I mean, I still think it was stupid and the wrong decision, but he wanted to go to New York. She didn't want to say anything that was going to make him. Not turn down the opportunity to go to New York. And she didn't feel like she could go to New York. And so she, I feel like she should have just said that. But she knew that if she said that, he would have made accommodations to stay for her. And she didn't want him to do that. So it's like, I sort of got it, I guess. I mean, that wasn't... Just go to That wasn't the most frustrating thing that was in this book. So... <laughs> That's pretty I, I mean, low on the list at, of frustrations. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, they, have you know, killed someone. So it's but, like... <laughs>
1: but and then she frustrated me (sighs) just from the moment she was in the car accident i was like this is you're doing everything the worst possible way this is the worst i'm not even an expert in this kind of stuff and i can tell this is the worst i'm kind of an expert because i do watch a lot of true crime but this is the worst possible thing to do
0: yeah we're going to talk about all that but just her as a character she's a great straight man to have amongst amongst all all the the craziness but I also like that her being a straight man is kind of written into her character because she feel you know, she talks about how she didn't want to talk, t- tell her mom about Nathan when they were in college because she was like a different person when they were in college. And she um, felt like more of herself and she didn't want to kind of relinquish that part. And then when she's with her aunties, she kind of just gets steamrolled over. And yeah. um, so I kind of like mm-hmm. that. Being the straight man was written into her DNA as a character. And I thought that that was kind of interesting. Um, And I think you would feel like that in this family. And I think that's why all of her cousins moved far, far away. But I think she's just kind of a... But I, I did like, though, that when she did start
1: standing up for herself and kind of taking control of the situation, she just kind of, like, channeled her big aunt yeah i mean she like relied on what Channeled she knew all of the
0: four aunts yeah
1: what she knew about her aunts in order to you know deal with the situation on her own
0: yeah um what do you think of nathan as our hero eh,
1: he was adorable he's
0: adorable he's fairly one-dimensional um i would have liked to have gotten to know him better and i'm thinking that we probably will in the second book because i think go on he'll be more on the page in that book um yeah he's very sweet i like that He's very low drama. Like yeah. she shows up and he's just like, oh, Hey Maddie. I've missed you. Yeah. Let's start making out again. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is what I want out of a guy.
1: <laughs> Well, I like that she just like goes in for the kiss because she's trying to distract him from what's going on.
0: And he's into it. Um Yeah, so he's very sweet. I would have you know, we're a romance podcast. We would have obviously liked to have had more romance. Um but I was I was fine with it in the context of this book. Of this story, yeah. Um, okay. Those two are done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now let's now talk, the meat of the let's story. Let's talk about
0: the real stars of the show. <laughs> the aunties. Um, so, they're hilarious. At first I was worried about like it being... Keeping track of each one of them. Big aunt. Second, second aunt, aunt. Then ma. Then ma, and, and then, then fourth, fourth aunt. aunt. Um, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to keep track of these women.
1: Um, maybe you should start calling my sisters. Well, yeah, Trish, your big aunt. aunt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think she's going to like that.
0: Um, but it would be funny. (laughs) Um, but I felt like they all became very distinct and I was able to, you know, keep track of them fairly easily. And, um, they were just really funny. The dynamics between them are And all hilarious. the fighting is just yeah, hilarious. Yeah, the, like, sibling and... rivalries. First of all, I feel like that's very true. Yeah. Like, you have kind of, like, the pairings that, you know, have their their thing. Um, and I just, I I thought they were hilarious. I, I just loved listening to them argue back and forth and the things that they would say to each other. I loved that when... They were talking about getting all the groomsmen drunk and high um, that uh, oh, fourth auntie's talking about showing up with alcohol. And she was like, yeah, they were so excited. Uh, you know, a beautiful woman and alcohol. And Ma's like, I think they only care about the alcohol. <laughs>
1: just her like, mom was so funny. First of all, when she catfishes the, her a date. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, do you have questions about yes. this? And I'm getting ahead of it. Okay, sorry. But all of that, I was just like laughing so hard at all of that. Yeah. Um, anything to say about the aunties as characters before we move on? Yeah. Uh, no, I thought they were delightful. Yeah. There. Okay. To coin my phrase. Now
0: let's first talk about the situations that set us off into this farcical roller coaster ride. So, Ma sets Metty up on a date by catfishing someone online, or maybe she's the one being catfished, double catfish. Uh, date gets handsy and they get into a car accident. Metty brings his body home to the aunties. Auntie's put the body in a cooler. Cooler gets pushed to and fro around the wedding that they're working. Cooler gets opened to reveal that he was still alive, but is now very dead. And so, which of those aspects was the most insane to you? Okay, well, it was all insane, but here's what... From the He was go. warm.
1: <laughs> they kept moving him and they kept talking about, oh, he's still warm. That's weird. It must be because it's so hot outside. No, bodies don't do that. Uh, well, I was dying. I was like, get him to a hospital. He's not
0: dead. My true crime brain was just like, oh, my gosh, you guys. Because people talk about, like, you touch a body even right after it's died and it's, like, weirdly cold. So I was like, no. Anytime they kept saying he was warm, I was like. He is alive. Get him to a He's hospital. Alive. Um, it was that was so frustrating for me. We would have been so much better at hiding a body.
1: <laughs> we would have been so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I alive. don't know if my sisters would be much help, but I would be awesome. Yeah. Except I can't lift anything other so than that. <laughs> you'd be useless in that department.
0: <laughs> Get a dolly. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. I, I just. I. <laughs> it's all. It's all insane. This book is it's, insane. It's just insane, and yeah. so you just have to say,
1: okay, it's insane, and just go along for the insane ride. Yeah, because if if you sit and try to pick it apart too much, it's all terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that they killed a person. They by killed suffocating. a person, and all he had done. However, I would have kind of like. Okay, first of all, here when she got the phone, and she saw that he was. Texting Maureen, Mm -hmm. I would have gone back in that text thread and seen, Okay, when did they meet? When did they plan this? What I would want to know the history there, because I would want to know, did he go out on a date with her? Because he seemed very, you know, really trying to get into, because he talked to her mom about dating her before.
0: Yeah.
1: And I see what you're saying. I think he really wanted to date her just to get the skinny on the wedding and get some more insight into what was going on. I would think that, were I writing this book, I would have written, I would have made him worse than he was.
0: Yeah. So that Mom we're okay with him dying. That in the book, and that if when they make the movie, they need to make him
1: worse. M- make him more of a villain, so that we're okay with him dying. Because I wasn't really okay with him dying in this, because he didn't seem that bad.
0: It's just like a Heather situation, where you just kind of have to turn off the fact that there are people dying left and <laughs> yeah, right. It's just a know? black
1: comedy, and go yeah. with it.
0: Um. Here's a line that made me laugh. A man, dead, in in the driver's seat of my Subaru. This is not at all on brand for Subaru. Subarus <laughs> aren't killers' cars. Jeep Wranglers are. Or um, whoever makes those white windowless vans. Because um, Ellen drove a Subaru I, for many I, years. I did drive a Subaru for many years. Um, And I loved Ma, so proud of her etiquette with the dead body. <laughs> and her making sure that the aunties had mangoes when they came over to help hide there the dead body. There were so many things. She's so
1: worried about... The etiquette and how, like even when they're being kidnapped, yeah, essentially, and and she's like, "Well, why can't you be smart like her?" She's like, "You want me to be like a
0: kidnapper? <laughs> no one has you at gunpoint, Mom." Um, yeah. So, but really, the highlight of that first um section it like you said, is Ma uh messaging him, and yeah,
1: oh my gosh. And when she finds out what her mom was talking about, she, he wanted to make you eggplant. <laughs> I was like, eggplant? <laughs> she's, I got a big eggplant for you. And that like,
0: oh. she's thirsty. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm already wet. <laughs> uh, it's uh, just cringy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was I was worried reading it that you were going to start getting ideas about going on dating apps. And... I
1: Maybe. Maybe I should contact her mom. No. Don't do
0: that.
1: <laughs> and the other thing is you would intentionally be talking about eggplants. Yeah, egg I would be. I Because I know, I don't know everything, but I do know that one. And I'd be like, yeah, you got an eggplant for me, <laughs> we'll baby. see it. <laughs> Will that eggplant give me grandchildren? Then yes.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, from there, we get a bag of loot thrown in the mix, a definite weekend at birdie situation with the body at the altar, some drunken, stone, fake groomsmen, a bumbling cop. What did you make of this act? It was just all craziness. It was crazy. because mom, when we were in the hot tub last night, uh, when they show up with him walking down the aisle, I was like, that's that's when I was just like, okay. <laughs>
1: Come on. Well, I, at first I was like, no one notices that he's dead, dead, or that no one notices that they don't know who he is. And then I, then when they realize, explain that they don't know each other, that they were hired. Well,
0: and then as <coughs> to be groomsmen, as it's being explained, you know, um, I was like, they're gonna get away with this. They're gonna get away <laughs> with killing this guy, because I just assumed they were just gonna write it off as. He was just some Joe Schmo that got hired to be a groomsman. And I mean
1: overdosed or something. Yeah. I mean overindulged.
0: Yeah. They I mean they explained it even more than well, what I thought was gonna happen was he was gonna end up in that pool that was Yeah, and then they just say, Oh, you drowned. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops.
1: <laughs> Super drunk guy drowned in a pool. <laughs> One for the ages. The um the sheriff was a dick.
0: Yeah. Racist, dick. Yeah, and so um, so many things about him were awful and dumb as a bag of hammers. Um,
1: Yeah, seriously, yeah, kicking the body, and she's like, "I'm I'm not even. This isn't even my thing, but I'm sure you're not supposed to keep kicking the body." Obviously, it's
0: not her thing because she's been a freaking mess up to this point. (laughs) Yeah, seriously,
1: watch more True Crime, Nettie. Yeah,
0: um, I did like her showing up as Nathan's uh, attorney. Attorney. That was cute. Um, But yeah, I mean. (laughs) It's like mom said you just have to suspend a certain amount of reality. Yeah. I mean, not even reality because it's like, yeah, all of this I guess could happen, but <laughs> a sense of this is all ridiculous. You need to turn that part of your brain off because in order to and just go along for the ride. Yeah. Um this was a this was a question cuz there was reading There was, like, a discussion questions section at the end of the book. And, um, of course, they were all, like, way more insightful than I ever get. Um, (laughs) But I liked this one. Which of the aunties would you most want in a situation like this? And I was like, none of them.
1: None of them. (laughs) They were all awful at this. (laughs) Um. Probably Big Aunt, though. Or maybe Ma. At least Ma, she It seemed like Ma had more...
0: I think just Ma had more skin in the game and like
1: Right. She was more worried about her daughter than she was about anything else. Um But Big Ant was kind of a take control kinda
0: Yeah. For better or for worse it seemed like. Um okay. But
1: definitely there were too many ants and that's where most of the problems came from. If she just had one, maybe (laughs) two of them helping her, I could I think it would have got a lot smoother. But they were just all second guessing each other, and it just turned into trying to one up each other. Trying to one up each other, and just turned into mayhem. Well, that's
0: why the groomsmen ended up drunk and stoned. (laughs) I like that they were like, yeah, she gave her her, you know, ancient Chinese secret or whatever, (laughs) (laughs) traditional Chinese (laughs) medicine. Yeah, and she's like, what's in traditional Chinese medicine? It's it's pot, a pot, it's a pot. <laughs> she's like, no, it's the very helpful. Like, I use That was some my... good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, that was terrible. Um, okay, what was your funniest moment? Do you have a funniest moment?
1: Probably reading her, um, her conversation with
0: yeah him actually, on the dating app. We've actually mentioned the two that I thought were probably the funniest. So reading Moss text with quote unquote Jake. And then um, I also like all of the aunties siding with Marine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's such a smart girl. She said, you
1: should really be more like her. That was funny. <laughs> um, I See, I would have liked more of, so the guy that they killed, because I really, why did he need to own hotels? Why was it? Because that seemed very specific. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to go along with what was. So that's why I kept thinking he's going to have more of a connection to this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't really turn out that he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. um,
0: And especially it was just kind of coincidental that then Nathan shows up to be... And he is a... Yeah. So I, I was
1: thinking, well, maybe he knows Nathan and he knows that she's, like, got a type or something. <laughs> and she, she likes these guys who want
0: to own hotels. I don't know. It just seemed... Um, we should also mention, I really liked uh, the kind of forward that she had at the beginning where she talked about how... This is based on her family experience, and um, she hoped that it didn't come off as offensive or stereotyping in any way, but she's just solely she's basing like, it off This is of, the way they talk. Yeah, and that, this especially for her, it's based off of her aunties and things like that, and so that it's just based on that experience, and that... I just so, thought, hopefully no one was yeah, offended and, by... Um, but I also just liked the inclusion of kind of both the the Chinese side and the Indonesian side and, um, kind of the mix of the two cultures there. Um, okay. Let's talk about sex, baby. Uh, Um, no sex. There is some sort of like alluded to in flashbacks in, yeah,
1: towards the beginning, but, um, yeah, no sex. Yeah. Maybe we'll get more sex later. I don't know if the story really lent itself to, you know, having but, a well, and I didn't even, sex scene.
0: Yeah. And like when I was sitting down to write the questions, I was like, oh, yeah, sex. Oh, yeah. This one didn't have any. And I didn't. Yeah. Like it didn't phase me at all. Um, what was your swooniest moment? Okay. So
1: here's my swooniest moment. But when she goes in to pretend to be his lawyer and she's talking to him and then she explained, I did it. I killed him. I'm the one who killed him, not you. Because they had handcuffed him and arrested him for the murder. Yeah. And he just looks at her and he says, I know. It's like, oh, Nathan, gosh dang you, sweetheart. And then he won't. I thought that might end up happening, too. And then he wouldn't let her take responsibility for it. He was going to take responsibility for it. And he refused to let her admit
0: to it. And... Well, because he knew that there had to be a moment where she at least tells him the truth of it. And I figured he was just either going to, like, straight away take her side or... Already have figured it out. Well, and
1: and also when you know she says it was self defense, and he's like he gets all mad. He's like, did he touch you? Did he yeah, hurt you?
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of him trying to go to jail for her was one of mine. Um, but I also thought that they were just super sweet in the flashbacks and like seeing how they fall in love and yeah, it was how cute. he was obviously like into her and wanted her to come to this party and then they end up making out at the making party. out at the party. Um, so. yeah, it was cute. I just liked all that. Um, Okay. So the list... And I would say this is a second chance romance that worked. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's because the conflict is not their second chance. Yeah. It's all the the craziness craziness. (laughs) that's going on around them. Um, Okay. The listener feedback is very... Well, and I
1: get that this is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I mean, I get that. I mean, you and I, like... This kind of stuff, but I get that not everybody does. Yeah,
0: it's very... Because it, it does also remind me... I was telling Mom, it also reminds me a lot of Riley Thorne and The Dead Guy Next Door, where it's uh, kind of mystery elements with just crazy hijinks and old people who are crazy. And um, very funny. Just kind of remind me a lot of that. Um, okay, first up. Casty says, My favorite thing about this book was the cultural representation and the aunties, but the story was kind of a mess for me. It read like YA, and I'm not sure if it is. I, uh, it's not. I didn't get, well, I could see why maybe you might think that. I wouldn't, but they're certainly not young. Yeah, no. I'm not entirely sure what genre this book is exactly. It felt like a zany anti-version of Weekend at Bernie's. The storyline with the dead body read like slapstick comedy, and I didn't love it. The romance was not at all developed. This one just didn't work for me. So, I where you're coming from. I get On that. all that stuff. Um, Catherine, who was kind of one of the big proponents for the book, um, she said, I laughed so hard reading this one. I wasn't sure if it was romance and was going to recommend it to mom for a free-for-all. But then when I realized it was published by Ber- Berkeley, I figured if it's romantic enough for them, it's romantic enough for book club. I'm not usually one for murder books, but I loved this one and Riley Thorne and the Dead Guy Next Door. I love the aunties and how much they how much love they have. It's been a while since I read it, so I don't remember too many specifics, but I don't know it's the book that made me, but I do know it's the book that made me laugh out loud the most since the X talk. I hope y'all enjoy it or at least have a fun conversation around it. Well, we, we enjoyed it. We
1: enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Um, Elizabeth said, while I thought the writing style and voice were entertaining, this one wasn't for me. I definitely wouldn't call it a romance as there was virtually no romantic tension on the page, which is very true. Um, I could see it working as a Netflix movie because it's almost 100% reliant on plot. But as a book, it needed way more character development, which I can definitely agree with that. Yes, I can definitely see that. Especially on him. Yeah, yeah, especially on him. Yeah. And even Medi, like yeah. I said, she's just kind of personalityless, and that's part of her personality. <laughs> you know. Poor Medi. Yeah um tiernan says this book this was definitely this definitely was a different type of book for me it took me a long time to get through it almost a dnf but i'm glad i kept going i laughed a lot and really liked meddy and how zany and bonkers the story was yeah uh christina says this book was wild like if weekend at bernie's and crazy rich asians had a baby hey seriously Definitely enjoyable so long as you suspended all disbelief at the antics. Yeah. <laughs> the actual romance in the book was kind of um, dishes know, and there were pacing issues throughout the book. It was a like but not a love for me. Um, yeah, I, I get that. Uh, Patricia says, finally a book I've actually read in time to comment. Uh, Christina's Weekend at Bernie's meets Crazy Rich Asians is the perfect description. I'm Filipina-American, and the extended family dynamic in this book is very familiar to me. I understand feeling supported by family, while at the same time feeling smothered by family expectation. While the cultural representation was nice, the constant infighting among the aunties was too real. <laughs> and after a while, I stopped finding it funny. I put the book down and almost didn't pick it back up again. There was almost no romance. I didn't understand why Nathan was so accepting of his past breakup with Metty and so willing to pick up the relationship again. The funniest part to me was when Metty's mom shouted, Yes, to Nathan's proposal. <laughs> that was that pretty I funny. Believe. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I I get that. It's like, yeah, this book is a very distinct flavor. Yeah, definitely. And if that flavor doesn't work for you, it's not going to work for you. I, I mean, I totally get that. And I also get it feeling too real in the family department. I
1: also, though, understand why she didn't put too much... Um, like him just coming back to her. If you had made that more angsty or yeah. made it more of a there problem. There's already too there much was going already on. already so them. much going on. It was kind of nice to have his love and support there instead of.
0: And this was a very, like, quick read.
1: Yeah. It's only I a 300-page book, so. Oh, is it only? Uh-huh. I was going
0: to say, I haven't looked at how, like, actually long it is. Like
1: 319 or something. I always oh, look before well. I start because I need to know how much
0: time <laughs> <Yeah>. I have. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I so I was a little surprised at how quickly he was just like, yeah, cool. What's up? What's up, girl? Um, But it was also kind of nice just because Well, and, she needed, like, a little stable support system. So the one
1: little thing, because it doesn't last for very long, but when he comes to her room and she doesn't oh want to let gosh. him in because the dead guy's on the bed, but and he sees his feet sticking out from under the comforter. And
0: just assumes straight away that it's somebody that she slept with. Which, I guess, maybe that's where your mind would go, especially as a guy who's, like, interested in starting something with her. But there were so many ways she could have explained that away.
1: Especially when she's got all of her family there. Just say, oh, my aunt brought home this drunk guy and, you know. Or
0: just say, oh, one of our workers had a rough night and just needed to take a nap. Yeah, there's a million things to say.
1: And then say, so let's talk in the hallway so we don't disturb him. I mean, there's... Yeah. It doesn't have to be, oh, I just had sex with this guy. I mean... Yeah. yeah, she's not a very good liar.
0: Obviously not.
1: I would have been so much better. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> so, we would be so much better at hiding their body. I don't know how many times I can say that. Um, Allison said, I loved this book. Well, not deep in the romance, I loved where this book went and where it can go for the next book. I read this one and then Arsenic and Adobo and appreciated the murder mystery with hints of romance coming through. Um, yeah, that's, that's also a, a flavor that I like. The... I mean, because that, that is basically Riley Thorne, too. It's lighter on the romance. And, right. More of a murder mystery. I, honestly, with this one, I would have liked if it had more mystery. Like, if anything, I think I would have... Like, if I had to pick between mystery and romance, I think I would have preferred if this one was a little bit more mystery.
1: This is what I would have liked, and I thought it was going to go there because it was a romance and, you know, our, our romantic heroines don't always kill people. Yeah. Um, I would have liked it if, if we found out that someone else had gone in, found his, him somewhere, wherever they put him and, um, killed him and killed. So someone else killed him. So they weren't responsible for the death. Yeah. I would have been more comfortable with that.
0: Yeah. Mom came in with that prediction. I was like, okay, have fun reading. Have fun reading that. (laughs) You're wrong by the way.
1: (laughs) But I, and then, then it would have been more of a mystery. Uh It would have had more of a mystery element to it and they wouldn't have been the killer's. Yeah. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. Because it it needed to be a little more something. It was, because currently as it is, it's just kind of a comedy with some zany stuff going on with a dab of romance. So it needed to be heavier on either the mystery or the romance. I think I would have preferred if there was a more mystery element in it, just because I think that is, it is more of a cozy mystery vibe to it already. So just up the mystery so yeah. it's actually a mystery
1: <laughs>
0: yeah um raquel said this was a fun entertaining read but a romance it was not overall i liked it but it got tiring at times Yeah, you're running around a resort trying to get rid of a dead body we get it yeah that part did the back and that's why i said the to and fro with the body and the cooler it was like stash it somewhere and I leave it. it jeez louise Um, And then, if someone finds it, X
1: surprised. There you go.
0: (laughs) Um,. Raquel continues. As someone else mentioned, you have to suspend all disbelief to get into this book, and to me that meant to stop thinking about fingerprints, security cameras, witnesses, the dead guy's phone, etc. But once I decided to go with the flow, it was good comedy. Not sure it qualifies as mystery suspense, though, which is a shame, which is what we were just talking about, because I'm trying to expand my horizons in romance. As to the romance itself, I really hated how many broke up with Nathan. I'm very respectful of the cultural nuances and the importance of family. As a Latin American woman with many aunts, I can relate. But in Mettie's character, honestly, it felt more like she was just immature and insecure, Uh, which is why I had to remind myself that she was only 22 when she broke up with Nathan. I'm looking forward to the Netflix movie adaptation. I'm pretty sure my Asian drama's loving mother will enjoy it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm excited for the movie, too. If nothing else, I think it'll make a funny movie. I think so, too. and yeah, that's a good point. She was twenty two, and and I do think it is part of her character that she is kind of immature and insecure, and she, and honestly, maybe that would have helped too. Is just kind of, I think she's she like touches on elements of Maddie's character that are about that, but maybe that could have been fleshed out a little bit better. Is, um, you know, she has an identity within her aunt's, and then she has the identity that she was starting to find in college. I don't know. So I do think she's both immature and insecure. And I think that it could have been spelled out more that. Yeah. It could have been explained
1: things. a little better that way so that then we would see more character growth.
0: Yeah. Um, Victoria says, I think this was more comedy than romance, but I enjoyed it. It had very, a very strong Weekend and vibe. Definitely. Although the plot at times had its flaws as I too was thinking about fingerprints, Mastercards, and cell phones. Yeah, that—that's my true crime brain was just really well. First struggling of all, with this
1: anyone one. who moved that cooler, what could you have in a cooler that weighs that much except a, a dead, dead body?
0: body. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless and, you've got sandbags in there. And I've just listened to too much true crime stuff to like not think about cell towers and yeah, fingerprints and the car. Like somebody's gonna like her car. Um, yeah, all of it. The dating, convert, the, like, the dating, dating apps. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Um, oh, I'd be so embarrassed if someone read those. <laughs> gosh, thinking it was you. Uh, Victoria continues. I did enjoy the characters, though, and having been to a dim sun restaurant in China, the scenes uh, there made me laugh. The chaos was real. Also, I'm having my mom read it since no awkward conversations are involved. Not all moms are as cool as mom.
1: <laughs> well, except unless she's a murder person. <clears throat> well,
0: she's saying you.
1: I know. I know that I'm cool because I talk about butt stuff with you yes. last week. <laughs> <That>
0: was, <laughs> I don't know if that makes me that feel cool. That is thing but. that we did. <laughs> Heather says, this one was wild. I agree with some of the other comments saying it wasn't really strong in the romance department. It was an entertaining read. Yeah. Agreed. Juliet says, I like this book, but really wish we had more Nathan content. It was a fun, entertaining read, but lacked the best parts, a.k.a. the romance. I would have loved to see more of her and Nathan in college and a better resolution to them talking about why they broke up. I like what I know about Nathan, but ultimately feel like I barely know the character, so I didn't get super attached. Totally well, they, agree.
1: They did, though, allude to the fact that she was going to explain everything to him later. So I'd like to think that they had that conversation. and that she Somewhere
0: between the epilogue and the...
1: Yes. And, yeah. and chapter 34.
0: Yeah. Um, Bethany says, I loved this one. Sent it to my mom and my own aunties who all love cozy mysteries. I'm super curious to see what the rest of the books in the series are like. Are they all just going to keep racking up body counts? <laughs> Hopefully
1: she doesn't kill anybody else.
0: Yeah. I read the back cover, I read the description for the next one, and it seems like, um, like in the midst of her wedding, they hire somebody else to take care of the wedding planning like a different Chinese Indonesian wedding planning company and it turns out that like the family that runs that is the mafia so Uh like they're gonna try and use her wedding as a front for some mafia business and she finds out about it and is like no sir not on my
1: wedding not on my not on my day of (laughs) days yeah um so that's
0: where that one sounds like it's going um Bethany continues. Also I will admit that this book gave me major anxiety <laughs> with trying to hide the dude's body. But while I could yell at her and her and the aunties, I'm a hundred percent sure I would do absolutely no better. Zero chill. Oh I would do so I would do much, so much better. better. I can say that with wholeheartedly certainty. with
1: certainty.
0: With certainty. Um finally, Arthur I, did, I also though did like
1: that her mother would pronounce everything wrong
0: yeah <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of funny um language barrier moments yes in, in the book for sure uh finally arthur sent an new email with his thoughts so here is arthur's um, I ended up on a really like for this one. I know the farce has been a turn off for some readers and there were parts where it did take me out of the experience but most of the time I was all for the book leaning into its absurdity. I'll admit I'm probably accustomed to this type of comedy thanks to all the time I've spent watching Frasier. It is very sitcom-y. Yeah. The hijinks in this one. Uh, what I loved the most, however, was the endearing family dynamic of the chans. Medi's Ma and the aunties leap off the page with the life that Jesse Q. Sutanto has breathed in, breathed into them. They're quarrelsome and meddling, they lead fulfilling professional lives, and they're unquestionably loyal to Medi, even when it comes to helping her hide a corpse. The moment when Medi briefly wonders if her family are all psychopaths is just splendid. <laughs> I did, I highlighted a line where she talks about, like, is there something that just, like, shuts off when a woman becomes a mother? Like... <laughs>
1: That's, any common sense whatsoever yeah,
0: that just like some part of dealing with a dead body that just like turns off in your brain i did like it though when
1: she's like is so worried about explaining all this to her aunts and then she tells them like okay let's, let's go what let's, are we gonna do
0: let's get it going um arthur continues i also appreciated the family's linguistic portrayal which feels authentic and avoids making fun of the relatives who speak broken english what keeps me from fully loving this book are the rushed approach to Medi and Nathan's romance and the times when the plot does indulge too much of the farce for my taste. Jacqueline and Maureen's last-minute romance is one example, uh, since it came off as extraneous and thrown into the third act with little setup. And seriously, how did no one get a whiff of the corpse? Nonetheless, I'll definitely be reading the sequel and watching the Netflix movie adaptation.
1: It does sound like, though, all those groomsmen didn't smell very good so (laughs) so maybe that's (laughs) that's how they hid the smell of a body but um well said arthur as always yeah
0: and i do think um i do uh, it's my understanding that like the freezing would have helped and the fact that he was well, he wasn't
1: frozen. He right,
0: was... I get, but I guess it's just cold, huh? He was He's just, just refrigerated. in. A, well,
1: they they put the cooler in the refrigerator, so he wouldn't have been inside. The cooler would have just been body temperature,
0: mm.
1: and then he died.
0: Yeah, he would have been. Smelling. He suffocated in well, a cooler, so which would've would've
1: would helped, be a horrible way to die.
0: That would have helped that his time of death was a little bit further than, <laughs> than we thought it was, huh. right? Because so, he yes. probably died like that morning. But
1: I can't think of a worse way. It's like being buried alive. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible way to die. Anyway, that's just... I don't just... disagree,
0: Mom. <laughs> um, but I will... And, Arthur, I do totally agree. I saw the Maureen thing coming. I saw Maureen was in love, like, just from some of the interactions that Maureen and Jacqueline were having.
1: Well, I saw that Jacqueline needed to not marry Tom because yeah. Tom was a
0: douche. Tom Cruise.
1: Tom Cruise. <laughs> Which She always calls <laughs> Satupo. I don't know how you say his last name, but, um, yeah, that was funny, but he was awful. Yeah. He was an awful human. And I'm glad that Jacqueline didn't, Who didn't have him. any
0: real friends, didn't Suck have any real friends,
1: had to hire friends. So you are a disgraceful person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'd probably have to hire friends if, if I needed 19 friends or however, <laughs> yeah, but... 12, what did she have? 12
0: groomsmen? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would have really been reaching scraping the <laughs> bottom of the barrel <laughs> at a certain Hire
1: point. some friends for that like, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were kind of friends at one point in my <laughs> life. Um, but so I do, I do agree on that front. The that uh there that plot got kind of yes. But that's where that's where she could have thrown in more mystery too. Is that plot like with Jacqueline? In fact, I was kind of wondering if Jacqueline and Maureen were kind of like in cahoots. Oh yeah. At a certain point.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of ways we could have thrown more mystery into this.
0: Yeah um okay any final thoughts mom
1: you know we have kind of dogged on it but i just thought it was a fun wild wild ride and it was just it is what it is silly and goofy and crazy
0: yeah and it's like everybody said just turn off that part of your brain and you will really enjoy it don't try to overthink
1: it just sit back and relax and enjoy it
0: it's a really great covid read you know it's a really just like turn off your brain for a few hours and read this book and um, yeah, and I am excited about the Netflix movie. I think I it am be excited a too. Fun Netflix. I'm movie.
1: excited for the next one. I think I
0: would give that a read as well. Yeah. Um. So those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Dial A for Antes by Jesse Q. Sutanto. Uh, we would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is not your mom's Facebook group our Goodreads group our twitter and instagram which are both at not rom or you can email us at not romance book club at gmail.com so if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts or if you would like suggest a book for us to read we'd love to hear from you on october 11th we'll be chatting about very sincerely yours by miss carrie winfrey um, the book that is sexy mr rogers so That's that book. Um, Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love to read them. All right. Thanks, mom. You're so welcome, Ellen. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media/podcasts.